Breaking news, the Sixers have made another signing. The longtime vet, Philly native, returning back home. We'll talk about that. And on another note, this team may have just found a hidden gem. We'll break it all down and more here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is up, everybody? Welcome into the show. You know the drill. Drop a like if you enjoy these videos and subscribe to the channel. Don't miss any of the coverage. The Sixers finally won last night. That's right. They got back in the dub column. Barely. They needed it. But the bigger news of the evening sparks at about midnight. And for some reason, this team loves signing guys at midnight when it's hard to cover it, okay? Especially on a Saturday night. But we will get into that and... I think we just found something. We found something interesting. My question to the people out there, though, is does this move the needle? Does Kyle Lowry move the needle for the Sixers at all? Does it make you feel any different? Sound off. Give me your thoughts in the comment section before we jump into it. A shout out to our sponsor of today's video. Shout out to the sponsor of today's video, Southern New Hampshire University. It is 2024, and with a new year comes new goals. If one of your goals this year involves going to college, then I have the perfect opportunity for you. SNHU allows you to turn passion for sports into a degree with their online sports management program. You'll get to learn about the business and economics of sports, sports management principles, and how to gather and analyze data. This degree can help you prepare for a career as an athletic director, sports information director, marketing manager, and even other exciting roles in the industry. You'll get to tap into SNHU's network of grads working in sports-related organizations. You'll even get to take advantage of an internship or experiential learning course within the field. SNHU has one of the largest accredited nonprofit online degrees in the country. They are radically affordable and their online tuition rates are some of the lowest in the nation. So go down to the description right now of this video, click the link, go to snhu.edu slash phillytake to request free info about the program and start your new year off on the right path. Upon request, a real person will even hop on a call with you to discuss how the program can benefit you personally. Once again, check it out, click the link down below snhu.edu slash philly take all right man let's jump into it so as you probably have heard by now late last night the sixers go out and they agree to a deal with kyle larry the figure on that is 2.8 million dollars on a contract buyout i think he was on like a 29 million dollar deal this year with miami obviously he was traded to the charlotte hornets where he never even suited up because he said why am i going to play for that team all right 37 years old Philly native. He grew up right in Philadelphia and he went to Villanova. It felt like at some point in his career, he was going to end up on the 76ers. Now, again, I wish it was like three years ago, right? That honestly would have been perfect. That two man game with Kyle Lowry and Joel Embiid. Obviously, he's gotten up there in age. He still has had a couple pretty good runs recently. But again, as you get older, you're more injury prone. 37 years old. Is he washed? Does he have anything left? I think this is a beneficial move for the Sixers, but I'm not sure it moves the needle. But anyway, Kyle Lowry put a little hype video on his own Instagram. Like I said, this is the year of the theoretical Sixers, right? We felt like at some point Kyle Lowry, or as I used to call him, Floppy McFlopperson, was going to end up on the Sixers, right? And then in addition to that, Buddy Heald, who, by the way, has played well in his first couple games, he ends up on the Sixers, and it felt like 
you know, he was supposed to be here for four years. So it's it's the year of the theoretical Sixers. Kyle Lowry joins a team, and, you know, now you start to put together the puzzle pieces, right? Patrick Beverly was traded. They probably knew for like two months now that they were going to target Kyle Lowry if he was moved and bought out. And here he is back in his hometown. Here was a quote from Kyle Lowry a little uh, while back. He says, quote, if you play hard here, they love you forever. He's a huge Eagles fan. He grew up on 20th in Lehigh, played at Villanova. Like I say, he just understands the culture, the city. This guy has nothing to prove, man. He's already won a championship. And speaking of winning a championship, he comes back with the coach that he won a championship with in Nick Nurse. He also has ties to Daryl Morey, right, who has, uh, you know, operated with him in different organizations, even with Houston. So, you know, that's where we're at with Kyle Lowry. The question is, does it move the needle? As I said, I don't think it does. I think it helps this team. I think you, you know, can provide more stability at that backup card position just because this guy's done it forever. He knows how to play the position. And last year he was with Miami. And if you remember, they actually went on a finals run somehow. And he didn't play too bad in the playoffs when healthy. Uh, here's what he was averaging this year, 8.2 points per game. And he was averaging 3.5 rebounds per game. And he was averaging four assists per game. Sorry, I mean, he's got so many years here. It's hard to uh, kind of see it all. But from the field, he was shooting 42.6% and 38.5% from deep. So, I mean, not terrible numbers here, right? 37 games played. He started in 35. Not that he was washed by any means. It's just at the end of the day, if you're Miami and you're looking towards the future and you get an offer for Terry Rogier. And you just have to throw, what was it, a couple picks in Kyle Lowry, and you're making that deal uh, every single day of the week. So that's where Kyle Lowry's at again. You know, Memphis, Houston, Toronto. He's had a sustained career. He's been in the league a long time. And now he comes back and you try to add that playoff type of, you know, experience and just leadership and all those kind of things. If he can stay healthy, I think this is a good move, man. I do. But. Again, it's not moving the needle for me. For example, the Sixers last night struggled to beat the Washington Wizards, and it just goes back to the few knees that they still have. They didn't trade for a center. They need more defense, et cetera, et cetera. You have to hope and pray Joel Embiid comes back this season, and obviously they're missing him in every single way. But, you know, they have other needs as well. I think Kyle Lowry will help shore up the second unit a bit, but at 37 years old, it's just not a needle mover for me. I just feel like at the end of the day, Kyle Lowry always wanted to come back to Philadelphia, and now he gets his wish, and it'll be nice to see him on that second unit. We miss Pat Bev, but shout out to Kyle Lowry. He is back in Philadelphia. Now, on the other hand, the Sixers, I've realized, I mean, I already knew this, but I've realized that only three players on this roster were drafted by the Sixers, okay? Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, and B-Ball Paul. Do you know how asinine that is, given how many draft picks they had, how long they tanked, and they only have three guys on this roster who were drafted by the organization? First off, that's mind-numbing. But second off, it made me realize they need to use the assets at their disposal. They need to use their resources. For example, Kyle Lowry just came from Miami. They went on a finals run last year. What was the you know joke going around? Oh, well, these are high school guys. These are undrafted guys who nobody knows. Yeah, but guess what? They're playing meaningful minutes. You have to use these guys. We, you know, last year I think about Miami, the Max Struces of the world, the Duncan Robinsons, the Gabe Vincents. You got to give these guys opportunity. And although the Sixers didn't have any draft picks this, this last year, they had two undrafted guys 
who every time I see these guys get minutes, they show up. Now, I was a big fan of Terquavion Smith, and I still still think he needs to add weight, and there's a long way to go there, but his shot is pure. It's nice. The other guy has really impressed me, and last night was the Ricky Council game. He helped the Sixers sufficiently off the bench with 19 points, 10 rebounds, zero turnovers in 29 minutes, and just watching his ability to go downhill to the basket. He's aggressive. He's athletic. He brings all the elements that this Sixers team lacks. And honestly, I saw enough last night. I would give this guy rotational minutes for the rest of the season. Not saying he has to play 25 minutes a night, but he needs to be in the mix somehow because every time we see this dude, Ricky Council, come in, yeah, maybe his shot is a bit broke, but damn it, he gets to the basket. He does what is needed, and he has some of that dog in him. Speaking of which, last night they asked him about his approach, and man, this is one of my favorite quotes right here. He says, quote, I feel like I'm a dog. I feel like a lot of people say it, but not a lot of people are about it. I'm about it. That is the mentality that you need as an undrafted player to go out there, make your name, and, and you know cement yourself as a potential bench piece. This guy wants it, man. And the way he played last night, it, it just kept feeding. It just kept fueling that fire, and people were really excited. Now, I don't want to go over the ledge and say he's some type of great you know, sixth man or seventh man, but damn it, he deserves some minutes. The way he played last night, the lack of depth right now, especially after the trade deadline on this roster, there is no reason that Turk Smith and Ricky Council should not be playing. And the Sixers had a couple uh, roster spots still available after the Kyle Lowry trade. They have two open roster spots. They need to convert this guy to a standard contract and let him play out the rest of the year on the 76ers. Spencer Dinwiddie signed with the LA Lakers yesterday, and I, I figured he was going to go there or Dallas. But at the end of the day, man, you know, maybe you pick up a center, but you still, again, are going to have another roster spot. So whether it's Turk Smith or Ricky Council, one of these guys needs to be plugged into the rotation. They need minutes. Time to start using the guys that you pick up. Obviously, they're not draft picks, and the Sixers have done a horrible job developing their own draft picks, and that needs to improve for this team to be successful in the long term. But when you have gems like this and you give them minutes and you see what they do, I mean, you know, it's exciting. It really is. And I think Ricky Council earned some more minutes last night. So those are all my thoughts. Give me yours down below. Do you think the Sixers have any hope or life? Do they have any hope at all? Does this move the needle? Are you confident that they can get Joel Embiid back? Where are you at mindset-wise when it comes to this Sixers team? Give me your thoughts down below. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. That being said, I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.